Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Know Nothing Nerd Podcast. We're back week to week, baby. Yeah, yeah, week to week. (laughs) My name is Luke, one half of the Know Nothing Nerds, joined as always by my ever-bearded Twitch. How are you today? I am doing great. It's a good morning. It's actually morning that we're recording this. I know. This is kind of a first, isn't it? This is most definitely the first time we've recorded before noon before noon it's like oh, i gotta get out of bed today and record record yeah but we got our morning voices we got so our morning voices that's, that's great it'll sound better <laughs> hopefully hopefully my voice will like hold up yeah starting to feel a yeah. bit scratch and stuff yeah. like that uh yeah i'm doing great my car's dropped off so hopefully like i'll actually get it back um to me on Wednesday and I can go work again. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, on the way back from the airport, getting home from the robot zombie attack, Twitch actually ran his car into a robot zombie, yes. if you can believe yeah, it yeah. or not. Turns out the invasion's still fresh on, but uh, Twitch has served his time. Yep. <laughs> and so... <laughs> <laughs> but the military won't pay for his car. No, no, they're so, like, sorry. Well, I wasn't even working for the military. That's fair. It was underground. And and they don't secretive. want they, yeah, they don't want. They can't they can't they pay can't, me. They anything. can't get mixed up in that. That's all right. That's right. Sorry military. Uh I didn't mean to call you out. You're great. You're good. You would have paid for the car. It's the uh, uh clandestine group yes. that I worked yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> that, that's that's a little cheeky. Yeah. And that's why you left. But that is not what we're here to talk about today. No, no, we're not. Uh today we are going to be entering the the wonderful fantasy world. That uh, was created for Netflix a few months ago or a few weeks ago. Is this new? It just released last week. It just released last week? Yeah. If the title hasn't already given it away, uh, I will take the uh, uh, luminous robe off, if you will, (laughs) and introduce you guys to episode 41, Disenchantment. Yeah. Your presence is requested at the royal wedding of Prince Giesbert of Bentwood and Princess Bean. Do you take this man to be your husband? No! Ah. Oh my God. This is a bad time to be coming down off of that high. So if you guys are new here this week uh, and you have not yet listened to last week's episode or you're used to our old style... Just want to remind you guys again, for the next couple of weeks, we'll be reminding you guys that the first half of the episodes are spoiler-free. So if you've never seen Disenchanted, not Disenchantment, not that it's, uh, not that it's like an epic tale of, of things that people wouldn't want to get spoilers, but if, if you're that kind of person who's worried about spoilers, for the next like 30-ish minutes, there will be no spoilers. Disenchantment! Yeah! Very, uh, Twitch didn't like it. <laughs> yeah! I'm super excited and pumped! To say that eh, it's, it's it's not what it's eh. cracked up to be. I I, I, I love Matt Groening. Like, I love it. I yeah. can't say his last name. I don't know if it's Groening, Groening. I pronounced it Groening at the end of last week's episode. Yeah. So um, Groening it is at least until told otherwise. Until fact check like, us. Yeah, until somebody fact checks us or we get a cease and desist letter from <laughs> Matt Co. Company, Matt Groening Co. Company. Anyway, so like, yeah, I love his stuff. I, I grew up with The Simpsons. Um, I, I I love uh, loved them growing up. Um, Futurama, I watched it every once in a while. Like, Bender is absolutely amazing. Like, he is that show. Like, like Bender is absolutely everything for that show. Um, 
But this one, man, like just didn't get you. I just it didn't get me, and I don't know why. Like it's nothing. It's not like the the show has terrible writing or terrible jokes or anything. It's just didn't hit me at all. Yeah. So so what did you win? Like was it just not that captivating for you? It wasn't or? that captivating and I thought maybe it was just because of when I watched it maybe. I was a little tired when I watched it and that was when I first watched it when it was first released and then uh last night when I was prepping for the episode when I watched it again I was just like it's just sleeper. Just couldn't get through it and it was just well I got through it but it was just like When's this episode going to end? Like, yeah. It's only a 30-minute episode, and it felt like it was much longer than 30 interesting, minutes Interesting, interesting. Um, and we watched the first... Uh, I at least watched the first two episodes. Um, and I I love the art. Like, the animation The animation is, like, is incredible. Great. Even there, uh, it's not often that I feel this way, at least. So, like, Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. uh, toward the end of their first season, they started to get a little bit higher of a budget and whatnot, yeah. whatever. They started doing uh, 3D render rendering of some of the Titans. Okay. Which makes the load easier. I get it. It probably saved them weeks worth of uh, animation. But it's so noticeable, and it kind of like sucks you out of the story. Because yeah. you, you see it, and you're like, man, that just doesn't belong yeah. in this anime. In Disenchantment, I, I felt the opposite. I thought that their 3D rendering was almost better than their... Uh, than their well, they. I think I. I would agree with that because, um, yeah, the 3D rendering, uh, CGI stuff that was in Attack on Titan, it just wasn't up to par. Yeah, it just yeah. it just felt like it was a little bit lazy, um, and it also didn't it didn't mesh well with artistic style. Right. That they had already. That's set. fair. So, but with Disenchantment, it was a part of that world. So that's one of the big parts that I think that worked for it why it worked so well yeah because it was kind of built into the world and the the 3d animation was very much in the style of the simpsons yes futurama stuff and futurama did play around with some of that stuff as well the 3d uh, modeling and stuff so i'll be Um, on uh, no you you keep going i'm not ready to unveil this but the other part about it too is that i think that they did camera movements with the rendering yeah that really worked with the show all their um, establishing shots I, yes. I well I, I don't know if all of them but the majority of their establishing shots were 3d rendered mm-hmm. and they just look so damn pretty but you're right they had like the camera pan to it too yep. it wasn't just you know it wasn't the it wasn't a 3d model moving around a camera correct it was a camera moving with yep. a 3d model and we're also not doing it with any of the characters Attack right Titan, that's true it was with it, characters. you had char- and characters were 3d rendered yeah. whereas this was mostly location yep um so yeah big props for for the artistic yes. vision on that the on animation that. uh team that did it and i forgot it i wrote it down in my notes and i don't have those notes they weren't saved but the the house that the the animation studio that did it like Phenomenal. They were, yeah. they were the same people that did Futurama. Um, so Macaroni, when he, he created the show with uh, Josh Weinstein, they just used the same team, the same Why place split that up? Yeah, why did Futurama. Why uh, reinvent the wheel, I yeah. guess, if, the, if that group works so well together. But uh, but it just didn't work for you. No. Nope. story's not really all that captivating. Did it, you find it funny? It was very funny. I thought, like, really I thought funny. a lot of the jokes really landed. I really thought that... They did well with the the fantasy world, and I think I see what they're. I saw what he was doing on the surface with the characters, um, and I was just like, ah, I've seen this play out before. Yeah. Um, it kind of feels like 
some of your stuff before that I've seen before. And it was just like, I get it's a new genre, but it still seems like The Simpsons. It still seems like Futurama. You're not, for me at least, this isn't groundbreaking. Right. Although there is one thing that's very different from the rest, like from Simpsons and Futurama. And that's the, that it's, uh, this story is serialized. Yeah. It's not an episode to episode. Yeah. It's not one of those ones where you can pick up like, I'm going to go watch episode six right now. You'll probably be lost. Yeah. It's a coherent story that they're telling. Um, And the other thing I'll briefly mention it now just to get it out of the way. Then I want to talk about it a little more in depth later. I've never seen the Simpsons, an episode of the Simpsons. I've also never seen an episode of Futurama. No, I know. I know. That's pretty crazy. So I'm going into this with fresh, fresh eyes. eyes. Yeah. So I'm not seeing those tropes that Matt Groening does, or I'm not seeing. Oh you know, my his goodness, typical that's story so funny. Yeah, isn't that so? Uh, and I, I'll we'll revisit that when it's my turn to speak about it. But um, the female archetype, love it. I think like, it's fantastic. I am so happy that they decided to do that, even though, even though it's it feels. Kind of like just a, a just a trope that is already been played out. So here's the thing. So I'll tread lightly here in this next like yeah. couple of minutes here because we're two white men. Yes, uh, and we don't have a whole lot of ground to stand on when I talking agree. about female archetypes. But I think that, uh, and I've been watching American Horror Story recently, mm-hmm. and I think in all the things that I have problems with in American Horror Story. The things that I think they get really well are female stories. Yes. And I think I'm seeing the basis for that same thing in uh, Disenchantment, whereas it's not it's not that men are terrible. And no. I think that this is the this is the problem with a lot of entertainment these days that's coming out that's focused on uh, the gals. I've heard it said I haven't seen The Incredibles 2 yet, but I've heard it said that um, Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles 2 is this uh, – babbling idiot father who doesn't know how to take care of his kids and can only rely on his super strong independent wife. Yeah. And like, that's just not a solid family. No. You know what I mean? That's just not great. No. I get that, that like, no, I won't even, I won't even tie it to a gender. Two halves make a whole in that couple. Yeah. In that relationship. Yes. Male, male, female, 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 male. You need the two to have a a cohesive family because it just doesn't work alone. And so, like, why are men being portrayed as, like, these terrible monsters when it's really people who are terrible monsters? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. So, anyway, uh, all that to say, I think in Disenchantment, they do a really good job having a a female as the protagonist. I do, too. Like, that's one thing that I was happy to see. I, I, I absolutely, like, I don't know if people will be, like, what's what's the term that's going around now? people think that I'm jumping on the bandwagon or whatever. Sure. Um, I love the fact that entertainment industry is starting to allow more and more women into these yeah. roles yeah. because it is true. Like if anybody tries to say that Hollywood industry entertainment wasn't like uh, over populized, uh, over saturated with, with men, male and men, like they're lying. Yeah. They're just, yeah. they're delusional essentially. Uh, because it very much was so like all up until like through maybe the 
like 90s um we didn't see like women really start to and make then you saw the jump. shift yes you really saw the shift in in the 90s up until today and it's not to say that there wasn't our uh there wasn't uh directors producers that weren't putting women in because you have some great uh female protagonists in some 80s yeah classic movie alien yeah aliens uh sigourney weaver she was a protagonist in it uh uh and uh Ridley Scott thank you for putting her in that and yeah she was a very strong female yeah. she was a badass woman yeah she took on aliens for crying out right. loud like Which is, that's badass that's badass yeah Sarah Connor same yep. thing James Cameron was yep. Sarah Connor Sarah Connor was a badass yeah she was kind of the uh you know princess who need to be um the damsel, damsel in yeah. distress in the first Terminator but in that second Terminator Oh my God! Would I not want to fuck with Sarah Connor? And I mean, at all? you can make a damsel good. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think uh, I think Shrek Fiona is a pretty good example of like, she's not a damsel in distress, but she's she, a damsel. Yeah, she's you know a damsel, I mean? but she, she's a really good. She could take. She could hold her yeah, own. Yeah, she's a, and we see that yeah. even in the first movie. I've, I've only I think I've only seen two Shreks, but. Um, but it's not like she's a Mary Sue, and it's not like she's totally helpless without big, Correct. strong man character. Correct. You know what I mean? There's Correct. that happy ground with damsels that's yeah. okay. But it's good to see that that finally starting to shift yeah. nowadays to where like females, female leads don't need to rely on the guys at all. Right. It's good to see that. Right. Now, but also... I think what you were about to say is we may have overcompensated I with think, characters like Ray and stuff like yes. that. It's uh, I had a good conversation with actually uh, one of our viewers about it. It's not that it's not that Ray. It's not that Ray is a bad character because she's a female. Because if she was a male character, she would be just as uninteresting. Yes. Because uh, they call them Gary Stews, I think is what. Gary Stews. Yeah, I think that's what they call <laughs> the, the male archetype. Gotcha. Whoever, the the uh, Prince Charming. Um, so it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. Correct. It has everything to do with the fact that she has no flaws. Yep. She has nothing to overcome. She doesn't really care. She just kind of gets thrown into this and is like, whatever, I might as well be here. Yep. That, for me, is not a compelling character. Nope. Not for at me, all. Um, in Disenchantment, I think they do her really well. I think yes. they do the female character really well. Um, and I think, you know, they set up the angel and the devil is pretty cool because we get to see her fight with those options. Yes. And uh, more often than not, at least in the first two episodes, she chooses the bad side, you know, yeah. what I mean? which is interesting. You know, she's not a goody two shoes. She she gets down in the dirt um, and she's not. She's not tropey princess. No, she's described as a drunken princess. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't want to be a princess. And she shows that in the first episode. Like our introduction to her is gambling in this common folks lodge. Yeah. And she's and she gets in a bar cheats. fight. She cheats. Yeah, she <laughs> cheats gets in a bar and gets fight. in a bar fight. And it's like that's perfect. And she doesn't need the money. Like and she, she wasn't and doing she doesn't it for get the money. The money. <laughs> she doesn't get the money. Yeah, she throws yeah. it away. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I I see why it's a good show. Like I can see the good things, but it's just I think for me, I don't know, man. Like. I've been on such a, you know this probably more than most people do, but I've been on such a thirst for fantasy sci-fi recently. Yeah. Like, I've just been reading fantasy books, sci-fi books, uh, watching fantasy TV, 
uh, and sci-fi TV. Uh, I'm actually watching Battlestar Galactica for my first time. Um, but I just can't get enough of the stuff. And so yeah. to see that this kind of a twist on it where it doesn't have to be dark, gritty, uh, and intense. It can mm-hmm. also be a, a sitcom. It can also be a comedy. Yes. Um, for me, I was really impressed. Yeah. Like, I don't want to give my rating on it yet, but I, I have a pretty high uh, uh, standard for or a pretty high standard. I have a pretty high rating for this show. Gotcha. I hold it pretty high. I think yeah. it was. I think it was awesome. I I probably will still stick with it. Yeah. Um, just because of some things that uh, Matt Groening said. Um, in some interviews that I watched. Um, so he'd been, he's been wanting to do a fantasy, uh, genre show for a while. Sure. Like this isn't, uh, this has been on his radar for quite a while. Um, he's done over 30 seasons of the Simpsons. I did it, not know that. It is now the isn't longest. Isn't it the longest? Yeah. It's now the longest running series of all time. Um, it beat out Gunsmoke, which was the OG, Longest running. Um, it played for like 30 seasons too or something. Dang. Um, so they they beat them this last year, Simpsons did. And they're still going. And they're still going. That's insane. Um, Is it good now? Uh, they rehash a lot of stuff, but they do a lot of like... Uh, what is it called? Um, news of the week type stuff. They do a lot of modern pop, gotcha culture references. Gotcha. Did they yeah. did they hit a stint like Family Guy did, where like Seth MacFarlane started working on a bunch of different projects, and like the and Family Guy took like a pretty dark turn in yeah. their like twelfth season or whatever when it became um, very experimental. I'd say I give Family Guy props for taking the turn. That yeah. they did. I watched a few of the episodes from season. I'm not like a diehard Family Guy fan. I've seen a few of the seasons, but I watched that twelfth season. I think it is. Um, because they had like Seth MacFarlane wanted to do, uh, like a monologue for an entire episode, no okay. music, just two characters in a room, uh-huh. no cutscenes, and just see how it plays out. Yeah. So it was like Brian and Stewie, they get locked in a bank for a, for a night. Um, and like, it's, it's a, it's an emotional, like we learn why Brian's suicidal, Wow, we learn a lot about Stewie, and then he does. He did another one in a few other seasons later, where Stewie goes and sees a therapist. Oh, and I just I love those kinds. I of didn't episodes. see those episodes, so um, I wouldn't be able to give a critique. On they that. have they have some chuckle moments, but uh-huh. they weren't meant to be like the laughs. So I get why they weren't received well. Yeah, but I like when they got experience. So did like Simpsons hit anything like I that? I don't think they did. Um, Simpsons kind of has a formula that they that it sticks to yeah. pretty well. Um, I have and, I have more respect for a show that sticks to a formula than yeah. takes too many. So, and I think it's just for me. I stopped watching after like the turn of the century, which is a weird saying that we can say now. That we can, yeah, that we could use in this time frame. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it just didn't. It just it stopped being the same thing. It just felt like a recurrence sure. week in week out for me. So I kind of stopped watching. Um, and I don't know if they did or just kind of got through a loop, but there's definitely a period where um, after like season 17 or something like that, where it just was like lull and yeah. like people forgot about the Simpsons. Right. Um, but then they came back um, Dang. for a while. And I think it was a resurgent because of Futurama. Um, Futurama came out, Futurama came out and everybody was like on board with they, macaroni. They, yeah. They, they were like more macaroni. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So is it more of like a cult following now, or is it still pretty popular? Because I, I I think it's it's in between. I never see it advertised. I don't really watch many advertisements, but I don't. It see doesn't it need ad- to be yeah. advertised because it's got its Simpsons is synonymous. Like everybody knows the Simpsons. Um, I did see the Simpsons movie. Not the greatest thing in the world, but a lot of fun. Um, it was. It was yeah, I fun think movie. the only Simpsons thing I know is is it Bart? Is that like the main yep, guy? Bart. Um, is when he's like got the pig, Spider Pig. Oh yeah, and he sings the song. That's the only. That's Homer, dude. That's Homer. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't even know the. <laughs> uh, Bart's the son. Bart's the son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the wife's name? Marge. Marge. God. So yeah, it's Marge uh, is the mother. Homer's the father. Uh, Bart is the. Uh, I think he's the oldest. Bart's the son. Lisa is the daughter, the smart daughter, genius daughter. And then there's Maggie, the baby. Gotcha. Who's been a baby for over who's, 30 who's years. Who's Stewie, yeah. Who's like yeah. never ages. Never ages. No one ages, though. No one ages, they, no. they just stay the same yep. for 30 seasons. Interesting. I, I won't get into it. I won't watch it. No. I don't think I will. Unless we do it for the podcast. I don't. Yeah. I just don't imagine. Oh, I think we probably will at some point. Yeah. Because it's just, it's too huge. It's got I just don't imagine. Like, it's not something I'll do out of choice. Like, yeah. Like, just. I won't pick the topic, but it, it's <laughs> one of the, it's one of those shows where you could drop in at any point, right? Which is great, and watch any episode, and you're not gonna like be lost, right? Because it resets every episode. Yeah, I guess I I guess that's fair. I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I guess the only thing I have to compare it to is Family Guy. Yeah, um, and Spider Pig is the only thing. Of the yeah. Um. So. So do you know much of how this show came about, Disenchantment? Do you know? So how- I don't know too much about how it came about, unfortunately. Um, but what I did, what I do know is that um, uh, Josh Weinstein and uh, Matt Groening, they developed it together. Um, I don't know if it was an idea that uh, Matt brought to Josh or uh, they both kind of were like, let's create another show. Futurama, and, Futurama ended. So Matt Groening, he's always worked doing stuff. Um, so obviously the natural progression was once that show ended, another show was going to start at some point. So they developed it together. They worked out everything. And one of the things that they wanted to do was, um, seeing as how they're getting picked up by Netflix, they wanted to do a story arc because they, they had never done that before. Like in Futurama, they kind of do it every once in a while, but it's not a huge, like, season to season arc or sure. like that. Sure. This is one of those shows where it's just overarch. So my experience with disenchantment, I uh, found out about it at Conan con. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm a sort of a big Conan fan. I, Conan I like the him. barbarian. No Conan O'Brien. Ah, uh, I really like his humor. I think he's such a, he is. I think he's such a goofball. He is, I totally. love that he's into nerd culture. Yes. I love that he's into it in this sort of satirical way of like, he's an outsider, but uh-huh. he's an insider. Yep. You know what I mean? Because people are crazy about Conan con. Yeah. He does live episodes at comic con. Oh wow. And the stadium is packed. Okay. With people. There are so many people that go to that go to Conan Con, uh, which is at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was watching uh, Conan Con, 
and one of the commercials was for Disenchantment. So I, that was the first time I had heard of it. And I remember just like watching it like, hell yes, come out right now. Okay. Because okay. I've been rereading the Game of Thrones books for the second time this summer. Okay. Uh, I just finished rewatching the season for like the umpteenth time or the series for the umpteenth time. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop until I know when season eight comes out. Uh-huh. And then I'll pick it up again. So I've gotcha. just kind of I've kind of thrown Game of Thrones out of my mind for a little bit because the the more I stare at the calendar, the longer the wait. The seems. wait, yeah. So I'm like, all right, we'll just get rid of it. We'll ignore it. We'll see when they announce the actual season. I would love it if they started doing advertising in the winter. I think yeah. that'd be great because it'd be like winter is coming, like for real, or winter is here rather. If yeah. they started advertising in December, but so I, I was I, I needed it I was I was thirsty for good uh, fantasy and it seemed like God answered my prayers right yeah, then yeah because I just saw this like fun unique twist on it so I sort of followed it a little bit and then obviously because I just asked you when it came out I kind of forgot about it for yep. a little bit uh, not that comic-con was that long ago but then I saw it on Netflix one day and I was like oh we have to talk about this on the show because now we're back yep um and Watching it last night, so it was the first time I'd seen anything from uh, from from Mr. Groening. Yep. So I've never seen The Simpsons. I've never seen Futurama. I don't know what else he's done, but I I adored it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I I loved the humor. I was cracking up for most of it, uh, but also pretty like um, pretty involved with the story. I'm, yeah. I'm into it. I'm interested. Uh, I've only seen two episodes too. I only had time to watch the two because uh, I procrastinated a little bit. And, like, <laughs> Well, I watched it last night, but I, I I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was really really great. I loved the uh, I loved the demon played by uh, Eric Andre. Eric Andre, he's um, a, oh my goodness. Do you watch his show? I don't, but I've seen some of the You've stuff seen, he like, does. Some I've of seen clips, clips. Um, uh, and <laughs> that guy has he's no weird. problem getting into trouble. He's weird. He is very weird, but Lucy is. Lucy's probably my favorite part about that show. About Disenchant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably is my absolute favorite he, part yeah, about that yeah. show. So uh, it's it's great. Um I I just back to Eric Andre. He just he he's the king of making people uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And he makes me uncomfortable. I don't like I don't find his show very funny. I just watch it and I'm like, what is happening? You're like, oh my God. And then I think to myself, I'm like, if the podcast ever gets to a point where it's that big and then we branch off and do our other things, yeah, I will never do an Eric Andre show. You will never do a never show do with an, Never do an Eric Andre show. If I did, I would try to prank him. Oh, okay. Because I don't think that's ever been attempted on his show. Gotcha. So I would try, like... Um, the one where he has the two little people dressed up as him and um, Hannibal. Uh-huh. And they, like, come out from under the desk and they're fighting each other. Yeah. I would, like, have a little person double as me. And, like, I'd try and do, like, his <laughs> pranks against him. That's what I decided. I would either not do it at all or I would do it and try and, and prank him. Try and him. prank him. Yeah. Got it. Um, but I, I think I think him as uh, the little demon is great. Yes. Um. Every time he gets smacked in that show, it just kills me. I love it. I, the first time when he like gets kicked rolls across down the, the wall, like he's one of those sticky things. Yeah. <laughs> Salamanders. I, I'm, I'm such a. I'm such a. Uh, I'm such a. Uh, I just soak that dumb humor up. Yeah. I just love it. I, yep. Um, 
I liked Family Guy. I know I'm a dummy for liking it. I loved American Dad. I know I'm a dummy for liking. If American you if Dad. you like this, I would venture you'd like Futurama. I bet I would. I, I don't I know would. so much about The Simpsons, um, but Futurama. I, if you like Disenchantment, I think you could get into Futurama, especially Bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of I've heard a lot of amazing things about yep. Futurama. I just again, I if it's for the podcast, I'm sure I will, but I don't know if I'll sit down in my free will. Yeah. And uh, watch an episode of Futurama. I just, I'm not that crazy about it. So, uh, final non-spoiler thoughts. Uh, oh, so a couple things that I, I want to point out yeah. after uh, seeing some interviews with Matt. Um, so, one of the things that he said, and this is this is the reason why I'll probably keep watching because I'm a sucker for these types of things um, when it comes to, like, film and TV. He says that everything that you're watching, so it's a fantasy show, and kind of about thing with fantasy is it's not all what you see is not always what is really there. Yeah. And um, he says that that's very much very true about this show is that what you're seeing on the surface is not the full story. And he says that from the first from what you see in the beginning actually gives you a clue of what the show is actually about. Interesting. Which I watch, I rewatched the beginning again. And I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't see huh. the clue that you're like saying. But that he says that there's to allude to. Yeah, there's clues throughout the episodes that allude at the bigger picture. That's cool. So that's one of the reasons that I'll probably continue to watch because first off, I think that's cool. Like if there's a deeper story that he's trying to get at, like I want to see what that deeper story yeah. is. Um, I think I know what he's talking about, but we'll talk about it later. Um, and then the other part of it too, is that it's like a freaking uh, Easter egg hunt or like a oh, yeah. uh, uh, scavenger hunt. Yeah. Like, so what, what are the pieces? What are the, what's the puzzle that I got to work out and stuff? So I'll probably continue to watch it sort for of, that reason. Sort of gives you a, a, a greater reason to greater reason to watch and, and, and pay watch attention. And, so, um, so I'll probably do that, even though like it doesn't as a fan of the Simpsons and yeah. stuff like, I don't know. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just weird. You'll it's watch weird. it. You just won't know if you'll enjoy I it. I don't know if I'll fully enjoy it. Like it's, it's a weird thing to say. Cause like the Simpsons were very much a big part about me, a big yeah. part of my growing up. So, so we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Interesting. Well, Speaking of seeing where things go. So we're going to take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back with uh, the spoiler zone. um, And then we'll get on into the know something quiz. Yes. We'll see if uh, Luke can steal the bragging rights away from us. Let's hope. Nine to three. It's kind of sucky. See you guys after the break. Nothing Nerds podcast is brought to you by no one because we're not freaking sellouts, man. I wanted to use this time instead to just kind of recommend some stuff for you guys. The ad breaks will look a little bit differently every week. They might not be week to week different, but as we go on, things will change a little bit and we'll kind of shape it out and see what you guys like and what you don't like. 
Something that we're going to do in this ad space today is Twitch and I are both going to recommend something that you guys check out. It's not sponsored at all. It's just based off of our own recommendations. So without further ado, I'll get into mine. Hollow Knight last week came out with an update called The Godmaster. And I was originally going to do a quickie about it, but it doesn't really have enough content for me to do a quickie about it. Don't let that fool you, though, because it's still one of the biggest updates that Hollow Knight has ever gotten, and it is really fun. I've spent the last, like, 20 hours playing it. It's got new bosses, it's got new modes, new areas of the map, and it's got two things that I am crazy about. It has a boss brawl mode. So you have three different options, and each one's harder than the last one. And each one's about 10 minutes long, and you fight some of the hardest bosses in the game consecutively. So there's no break in between them. You fight one boss, and then you go fight the next boss, and then you go fight the next boss. And I cannot describe to you the feeling of joy that comes over you when you finally, after hours of hard work, beat that boss brawl. The other thing that it added is the ability to face any boss you want at any time, as long as you're in that section of the map. So there's one section of the map that has every single boss you've ever faced, and I think it's a great practice for the uh, boss brawl mode. So you can go in and you can practice against all the bosses and then go do a boss brawl and become the champion. So again, that's Hollow Knight the God Master update, I believe is what it's called. You can check it out on Steam. I believe they're running a half price or something like that on Steam Market. So Please go play it if you're looking for a challenge. That's all from me. What do you have, Twitch? So this week I'm going to bring to you The Innocence, which is on Netflix. It's a TV series uh, that stars Guy Pierce, Sorcha Grancel, Purcell Ascot. And it's a story about June and Harry, two teens who run away from their home, try and get away from their life that does not seem to fit what they want to do. Turns out June has actually got a little bit of a special gift or a curse if you will and it's a series that is around intrigue a little bit of mystery not sure what's going on sci-fi and just kind of what the fuck did that really happen type stuff Uh, great little show I would really highly recommend you checking it out Um, it's on Netflix it's eight episode series Uh, it's good to binge if you're looking for a next series to binge Go check both of those things out, but only after we complete the Know Something quiz. Coming up. All right, we're back, we are ladies back. and gentlemen. And it's time for the spoiler zone. Everyone dies. Yes. Everyone, no, nobody dies in this one. This Do you think this- anyone will die? You think, like, the demon will die at the end? That's a good question. Will he actually kill off one of his characters in this show? That's a great question. That would be interesting. That'd be really interesting. Because it doesn't seem like the kind of show that, like, George R. R. Martin style. No, 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 no. uh, We've seen, like, pointless characters die, but we haven't necessarily seen, like... Any hint any, that any bigger characters, right, that recurring characters. Important. I could see the dad dying and that having like some profound effect on um, our main character. Yeah, but I don't know. He, be he has killed off characters in other series, but they're like kind of they weren't main cast characters, but sure. they're kind of reoccurring like bit bits. Like they just did small bits yeah. and they killed them off. Yeah. But then some of the characters come back. Interesting. So, huh? 
Anyways, so back to spoilers. Yeah. So uh, episode. So I guess we'll just do. We'll take it episode at a time. Yeah. We, we only have two to talk about. Um, episode one. I thought it was great. I I I thought it was a good. Um, it was a great like pilot episode. Yeah. But it wrapped nothing up. It, 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 they they the episodes are gonna flow quite nicely. Yes. I think they, they. So it was weird for me because um, the episode a great introduction with the characters. Um, really like solid showing you who these characters are. Uh, introduced Elfo in a great way. In the Kebler, uh, Kebler in the Ke- elf, Kebler way. elf yeah. way. Like it's this little forest land where all these elves are making candy. And they make candy songs. to get paid candy. They, yeah, and they're singing <clears throat> songs and they're loving life. Loving ha- loving life, super happy. Everybody's except, happy. Except Except Elfo. Elfo. Uh, and he has a love affair with the King Elf's daughter. Uh, and then he gets, uh, uh, they, they go to hang him, but then he runs away. That scene was so funny for it me. Was. So like, that was the first scene where I like laughed out loud. So I chuckled at the scene yep. where, uh, uh, the demon kind of flops down the, the wall, but I laughed out loud when they were like, you'll get hanged for this. And then it quick cuts and everyone's in a circle and they're all singing a song yep. and they're tying the noose. <laughs> The, be- the best part was like his pappy comes over yeah. to him. And he's like, <laughs> let, me, let me, this, this reminds me of a story. Let me pull up a scene. And he yanks the chair out from Elfo's feet and he starts, he starts to, hang. to hang, but he's too light to hang. So, so they, he just like, ah. they get Stabo to stab him. And, uh, then he runs away and I, I, that, that, that scene was great. And the transitions too are really great. Yeah. I liked, uh, they were kind of cliche and kind of expected, but I liked, uh, we have, I wish I could live in a world where everyone was happy. And then it cuts to the Keebler elves. And then and then at the end, we have uh, Elfo being like, oh, man, I wish I could live in a place where everyone's miserable. Yeah, you know right. I mean, I thought that was. So they played off each other really well. Yeah. Um, so we know that those two characters, they're going to be learning a lot from each other. Yeah. Um, and right from the get go, you're like, obviously, they're going to meet up. And, and Even I if think you that, pay attention to the theme that, song. That was kind of a cliche thing. Yeah. Like, it was like very on the nose, like. Oh, this is opposites attract. Opposites yeah. attract. So, um, so that that was one of the things that kind of was like. Oh. There was, there was a lot of cliche for me in that 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 I saw too. Don't don't get me wrong. Mm. You weren't the only one who was kind yeah. of bothered by the cliche. But for me, it's like, I don't think this is trying to be the award winning edgy fantasy show. No, I don't think so either. We, that some folks might be expecting when they see fantasy, because I think when we match up fantasy we're matching it up to some of the greats you know lord of the rings and all these like big epic yes, tales yep. of of uh good versus evil and i i i think this is more of a playful romp yeah it's a it's a sitcom it's a it's a animated television show so yep. i think we should give them passes for doing cliches because there are some things that they just have to do and they can't really dance around i think a perfect example of that is why do we keep that lever there of, to the door like yeah. i think that's a perfect example of like okay that for me was that for me was great that they added that in because it was like awesome i can suspend a lot more disbelief if they're willing to do the same yeah and I think it's a little self-aware of itself. Yes. Um, which is, that's kind of a staple for Futurama and Simpsons as well. Like a self-aware. They're very self-aware of themselves. Gotcha. They know that the world they live in is a ridiculous world. Right. Um, so that's kind of got one thing going for their strength. If you could do that, then you can kind of play around with a lot more stuff that you couldn't get away with in a show that's trying to be like sort of funny, 
but sure. it's still very straightforward. Sure. Um, when he puts stuff in there, it just seems like uh, that that's a jump. That's a leap yeah. um, to be able to go from like everything is like very drama, very like kind of like, you know, soap opera she um, and then all of a sudden throw in a loop like that. So, um, so let's talk about the Prince Charming. So we have an arranged marriage is essentially what this is. We're trying to join houses. Yes. To get riches and money and uh, um, and to uh, essentially build a bridge between two families. Yep. So it's an arranged marriage between the daughter, whose nickname is B. Bean. Bean. Yep. Um, and uh, Prince... Uh, Geisberg. 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 Uh, who steps out and he's all Prince Charming. And I love the way he was introduced. Um, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, and, and they stole a book, uh, page out of the Game of Thrones book there. Uh <laughs> Giesberg's parents. I love that. Um, are brother and sister. <laughs> is, there, is there anything wrong with that? Um, like rub noses. And uh, we find out Giesberg is uh, not as Prince Charming uh, like what you would expect Absolutely as a Prince Charming. Not. Uh, he looks great, but he's a bit of a dumb dumb. He's a little slow. <laughs> he's a little slow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and he goes to pick up the ring and takes the sword to the head. Yeah, that, I saw it in the trailer. That's like their shtick. He stays yeah. alive for, for a pretty good yeah. bit of the show, I think. Um, because I didn't see him in episode two, I don't think. But um, I've seen him say things in the trailer that I haven't heard him say yet. So I hope that like... I hope we get to see a scene where the king sitting on his throne and Giesberg's dumbass right Giesberg there. sitting there like talking to him yeah. or something, and he just really shouldn't be. So then we get introduced to the real Prince Charming, Prince Merkimer, and I also love his introduction too. And he's like, "She would have left him for me anyway." Yes. And ah, uh, dude, yes, uh, the guy that does the voice, he was in. Uh, oh my goodness, what's his name? Um, he was in the IT crowd. Oh, okay. He plays the son of the boss gotcha. that dies yeah, yeah, and he yeah. becomes the new boss of the company. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I love that. Um, and then she says, she says, well, I guess she's about to say yes, but then we have our Keebler elf kind of stumble in, yep. which sets things in motion for the rest of the story. I think that moment was the quote call to action, I suppose, if you're yeah. following the hero's journey. Uh, they jump out the window and they run away. And that starts the chase scene for the next two episodes, essentially, yep. is uh, is them running. And um, we had a plant and pay off with the giant, yep. which I thought was stupid. Dude, okay. When he, when, he came up the, when he came up the ladder or the elevator. I do got, I do, I did get a <laughs> chuckle out of our introduction to the giants because when Alpha is walking through. What's war? <laughs> yeah. And the gnomes, the little non, not lawn gnomes, uh, come out and uh, Elfo's like, what's going on? We're going to war. What's war? This should be fun. Yay. It's <laughs> running. Totally. And then all of a sudden they're facing like big old trolls or ogres or whatever. And it's just like, uh, how are these guys supposed to like fight this? Turns out their mushrooms explode. Yes. I was like, why are they using mushrooms? And they explode. <laughs> and they explode. So, of course, you'd use the mushrooms. And I love at the end of that big fight when uh, Elfo's like, okay, I like war. I'm just not sure if I love, love it. it. 
everyone he just met died. Yep. So anyway, he ends up at the palace, uh, ruins the wedding. They run away. Uh, they go and see the washmaster. Yep. Which I thought was funny. Um, and I mean, that's essentially episode one. There's not a whole lot of meat to the show. No, as of there's yet, not. there's um, not a whole lot to discuss where, where with the meat of it. I, it was a weird transition from episode one to episode two because they fall off the cliff. Yes. Um, and it just ends there. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, oh, that was a weird way to end. Yeah. It. So to set it up for those of you who didn't care about the spoilers and just watched right on through, yeah, is uh. So at the end of the episode, they're getting backed up to a corner by Prince Charming number two, and uh, she decides she'd rather jump off the cliff than marry the guy. So the three of them like fall backwards off the cliff, and then episode one ends, and episode two begins pretty much right where they left yep. off. They end up falling onto the prince who just snuck away from the battle, which was I love, I love, weird, but I love the when they're when they're searching for them in episode one. And uh, the two knights that they got sent with are like, I have an idea. What if they went up? I won't even dignify yeah, that, that with an upward glance. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Keep walking. And the camera pans up and they're sitting in the branch. Yep. Uh, Dumb humor like that. Yeah. Uh, not the smartest uh, branches on the tree. Uh, <laughs> that Prince Charming there. Um, so, yeah, getting into episode two. Uh, episode two is all about trying to get Elfo's blood. Yes. Uh, to see if it has the elixir of yes. life in it. Yes. Which um, is very um, Princess Bride. Yes. Reminded me of yeah. like super, super the Princess Bride. Yeah. What's that machine called? It's like the machine of it's stu- It's like a stupid name. I can't remember what the yeah. name is, but it takes your life away. Yes. Like, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I thought, I thought that was pretty funny as I was watching it. I was like, wow, there's like, a lot of because there was like the Peter Pan type looking character at the beginning of episode one. Uh-huh. There's the Game of Thrones reference. There's the uh, obvious Princess Bride reference. I wonder how many more of those I've missed, and I wonder how many more of those there'll be. There's gonna be the, plenty, yeah, plenty yeah. of them throughout the series. Because there's a lot of fantasy to like uh, kind of steal and go off of. I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a Lord of the Rings yeah. kind of style. Oh, thing. we will eventually. Um, um, macaroni uh, the. The Simpsons and Futurama, they're definitely known for including pop pop culture, pop culture yeah. references, um, in them and like making fun of themselves. Yeah, in that way. yeah. I I I loved episode two because I thought so. Episode two was um, a far cry shorter than the first episode because the first episode was like thirty seven minutes long, I believe. Thirty four. Thirty four or thirty four. And episode two was twenty seven minutes. So yeah. they, they cut off some pretty good time. And it's definitely noticed and I prefer it shorter. I do too. Um yeah. and I think that's part of the problem is yeah. it's still not as short as like a Futurama or Simpsons. Right. Simpsons episodes are roughly twenty three minutes. Right. minutes. Yeah. Yep. So they still have a little extra time, yeah. but again that's and the other thing is is that you know, The Simpsons is 23 minutes with uh, cuts to commercials. No, 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 no. Well, it's 30 minutes with cuts to commercials, yeah. but it's 23 minutes including those cuts. You know what I mean? Whereas Disenchantment being on Netflix is just straight run through. Yeah. You know, there's no there's Commercial no time break, to catch yeah. up or, or yeah. anything like that. So you're just kind of staring at the screen the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, not a lot of meat to the episode. No. Episode two, we go on a bachelor party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot of it. That was a big part that I forgot about. Yeah, <laughs> they go they go on a bachelor party to see mermaids. Yeah, so Bean the, ends up getting captured. Yeah, uh, and she convinces her future husband to be to go on a bachelor party on this uh, cool, basically like a booze cruise. At a yeah, <laughs> yep. And it's funny. I love how they played this one. Like 
the big draw for men back in the day is not to go to a strip club. It's not to go to a uh, uh, a brothel um, or get wicked wasted yeah. and get laid and, and have stuff a lot like of sex. And a lot, have a lot of sex. No, it's to go be tempted by mermaids who are just going to draw you into the ocean yes, and kill and you. Yes, kill you. Yeah. <laughs> And, and everyone's super up for it. They're all super. So they up all for get it. tied up to the posts on the ship as they're going out. Um, but this is just Bean and Lucy's plan to try and get rid of uh, Merkimer, Prince Merker. Yes. Um, so so yeah. Bean cuts the ropes. Merkimer goes overboard. Turns out he swims to the to the walruses, the yep. walry. Uh, and so that's kind of the end of that for now. Yep. They get into a battle, and we see Merkimer ride into battle with all the wall ride, yeah. and he just goes and <laughs> kills them all. I thought that was insane. Yep. Turns out uh, the people that thought were enemies were actually alliance, allegiance. Yes. Uh, that was also pretty clever. I thought that was funny. Those were our closest allies. He was like, send this to, send this as a message to all your other allies. Yep. Uh, so that's... Uh, Kind of where it ended, right? Is yeah, that where the episode that's pretty ended? much where that episode ended. Um, so yeah, it's it's still a fun show. Like, I I'm telling you, this is a person that like I'm recommending it to yeah. people to watch. Yeah. If you enjoy The Simpsons, if you enjoy Futurama, you're definitely going to get something out of this series. Um, and uh, even if you don't like those things, if you want something that is not the same old same old fantasy type thing. This is a good branch off. Yeah, yeah, um, and even coming from someone who has not seen The Simpsons or Futurama, I couldn't mm-hmm. recommend it more either. Just for a fun romp, you don't have to know all of Groening's typical no. storytelling devices to get the show and to enjoy Correct. it. Because I really enjoyed it, so I yeah. thought it was great. Um, if you and the other thing too, if you want to hear talented voice acting work, like yes, this these shows like Amer- uh, American Dad or sorry. American Dad. American Dad is one of those shows, even though I don't like it. Family Guy, The Simpsons, Futurama, and also now I would suggest um, uh, Disenchantment. Yeah, the, if the you flagship good, animated sitcoms are just fantastic. If you want to see work. good voice acting, yeah. these are the shows to yeah, see it in. Because be a big part, and I, I think we should do an episode on voice acting. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, because the thing about voice acting, it's not just about changing your voice. Like oh, a lot no. of people think that voice acting is like all you got to do is get in front of the microphone and just say the lines that are on page. No, it's, so it's totally much more deep than that. More yeah. than that. Um, it's about actually it's diving acting. into yeah, these you, characters. You put your heart and yep. soul into it, and it and when it shows, it shows. Yep. like it really does show. And if we went through a list of all the people that are a part of these shows, you'd be like, "Are you are you kidding me?" Like. I know these people. I've seen them yeah. act in other stuff. I think that's crazy in like big animated films. Mm-hmm. I think when you run through the cast and you're like, what? Steve Carell is, you know what I mean? Like, yep. It's crazy to hear some of the big, big, big names that are doing voices in yep. animation. And then I think it helps kind of get a little more respect for the people who are doing it. Very much so. Um, yeah. But yeah. All yeah. right. So is I think all? it's time. Yes. It's for time. the Know Something quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, where we ask each other three questions, and if you get them right, you get three points, and if you get them wrong, you get zero points. Twitch is ahead, nine to three. 
Uh, so I've got a little bit of an upward climb, but I don't know if today's going to be my day. Oh. Uh, t- Twitch and I are... are Twitch and I aren't very prepared for the quiz yet. We're still trying to get back into it. We're It'll prepared. take a little bit. I, I, we're, prepared. we're prepared. Well, we're just unsure of our questions. Yes, we're unsure of the quality of the questions, if they're going to be super easy. I don't think I'm going to get any of the questions right. Uh, we're still getting there. So some some week soon, we'll be back on track with the Know Something quiz. But for now, deal with our uh, lackluster questions yes. and answers. Um before we get into it, though, as always, I do want to remind everyone that this is the Know Nothing Nerd Podcast. We're not claiming to be the masters of anything here. Uh, but if you do happen to catch us out on something, we are here to learn. So please, 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 please send your fact checks in to our various social medias and email that will be plugged at the end of the episode. Um, but just be keeping track of that. If, if you're a super nerd for disenchantment, which I'm not sure if anyone is, but if you are and you hear us say something and you're like, that's not right at all, uh, send us an email or a tweet or a Facebook message and uh, we'll shut you out on the podcast and we will get points deducted. So yes. uh, that's always fun to see people fail, right? That's what people want totally on the internet. Totally Without further ado, I will kick us off. Yes. Oh, by the way, I loved the first line, uh, or not one of the first lines uh, when she falls out of the pub and is like, "All right, you've had your fun. Now it's time to get married." Yeah. <laughs> <That was great>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me a second listen because I just just kind of like absent mind, and I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> like you've had your fun. Now it's time to get married." Anyway, how did the king get spiffy clean for the princess's wedding? How did the king get spiffy clean? Her dad, you mean? I have no idea. I think I've got him, folks. You do got me. (laughs) He had the dogs lick him clean. Oh. Twice. Twice. Uh. Oh, I'm in trouble today. (laughs) Okay. Um, What battle was... Prince Giesberg, the hero of. Oh, uh, the f- famous for the battle of the bird that came into the house that one time or something like that. Close enough. Yes. <laughs> the bird that flew into the room that one time. That was hilarious, too. And I almost said it when I. Uh, I said know, the I know. I was like, I really only have three questions total, <laughs> so I just have to go with it. Yes. Yeah, All right. The victor of the time the bird flew into the room. Oh, you're up time. to six, sir. Six to nine. Six nine, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do your work. Or it's, is it my turn? No, it's my no, turn. It's you just turn. asked the question, Twitch. That's you doing right. all right? You tired? No, I'm... Early in the morning I'm podcast. I'm fine, Luke. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Who didn't even return to the elf land? Returno. Nice, Twitch. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> kind of lobbed that one. I was like, I was like, wait, wait. All I got to do is add an O somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I should have given you one of my other ones. That's fine. That's fine. All uh, right. To Woo. 11. 11. No, sorry, 12. <laughs> 12. You're trying to jit me on a point there. Uh, Levo nef- never uh, returned either. Or is it Lefto? Lefto. No, Le- Lefto didn't even leave. Oh. And Returno didn't even come yeah. back. Returno was the only one who left, and he didn't return. Got it. Um, all right. What did the cake originally say? Oh, my, what? Oh, my God. 
Oh, it's something about it's something about uh, her dad, the king. Before it says get bent, dad. It said something about like joining the houses of I don't know. I have no idea. Said Great Bentwood Dreamland Alliance. Oh man, I wouldn't have gotten that. Nicely done, though. Yes, you, you stumped me there. Um. Okay, I can screw you two ways. I'm not sure though. You might, you might surprise me. Okay, we'll see how you do with this one. Okay, and if it's like screw you, then I'll ask the other one. This is a quote, and you have to fill oh, in the blank. Oh my goodness! Okay. I hope you have fun and enjoy. Blank. Can you can you reference the scene it's from? Yes, it's right before they get on the booze cruise. I only say that because I know it won't help at all. <laughs> it actually could help if you really could, think it about could. it. Yeah, yeah. If you really no. think about it. Because if you're just like throwing out that. Yeah, yeah. I hope you enjoy. Say the first part again. I hope you enjoy. No, sorry. I hope you have fun and enjoy blank. Be murmur murdered by mermaids. No, I'll give you one more. Uh, if you want it. Being assaulted by walry. No. I hope you have fun and enjoy soggy pretzels. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> oh. Gosh, is that not it. fair? No, that's fair. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll it's not fair. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my other one at the end. But okay. All right. Let's see. What did Prince Prince Giesberg slay? Ooh, man! It was announced at the wedding. What did he slay? It was announced at the wedding. I have no idea. I was gonna slayed make- Metallica. Oh, that's right. He <laughs> slayed Metallica. I thought that was that funny. was pretty funny. I, I do got to give him points. That, on that was one. pretty funny. Oh man, oh, I wish I'd I gotten pretty that. much got to give him all the points for everything they did with Giesberg. Oh yeah, it he was, was, he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, dang. Yeah, dang. I didn't think you're. I thought you were gonna get. I that thought one. for sure I would have gotten that one too. Hearing it now, I should have gotten that. No problem. Yeah. But dang. Ah. Dang. That's a bummer. So I, I still I, win. You still win. You're up by half. So I guess twelve to we'll, six. Twelve to six. When do you want to like end those, or do you just want to? Let's just keep it go going. Infinitesim- and infinitesimal. Um, my other question was going to be what happens to the uh, magic of or the manifesto of magic. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it, it blows away in the nice. dust. Very nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. all dust. Yeah. I was like manifesto of magic. <laughs> I don't remember that reference at all. Where is this coming from? Who wrote a manifesto? What? <laughs> I wrote those questions at midnight last night, so I knew, like, looking at them just then, I was like, these are either too easy or way too hard. Dude, I... Okay, so just side note. Uh, I know we're ending the show soon. Stay with us, people. Uh, when I was watching the episodes, I watched the first episode, and I was like, uh, it's not really question-worthy. Like... <sighs> Everything of the first yeah, part, no, I was like, yeah. Uh, is there I can't any story B questions that. I can right. use? Nothing really. I was like, oh my god! And then finally, I just was like, ah, oh, screw it. Whatever. Just like little bits and pieces there, and I didn't even bother with the second episode. Yeah, the uh, the 
the questions this wasn't a very quiz friendly episode no i don't think i don't think many of them are like if we did an overarching with the whole season yeah then maybe we would have, so but it's hard to do that but it would be hard then we have to, to really do story beat questions yeah, yeah. Of like um but yeah it's the episodes and the episodes are very straightforward there's yeah. not much deviation yeah this happens so this happens yeah. um which is okay that's, that's fine yeah um but there's not much else. There's not much detail. There's not really. There's not a. There's only the a plot really. Right. There's and no there, side plots. Yeah. And there's all. there's not really a moment where it's like this happens, but this happens, or this happens, therefore this happens. Yeah. It's more like this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then the episode ends. And it's like, and there's nothing wrong with no. that. It's just a different kind of storytelling. Yeah. And that's once again, that's a very Simpsons Futurama. Right. Thing right. As well. So go watch the show. Uh, I really think that most of our viewers will like it. It's silly. It's stupid. It's good. It's, if you like our humor, you'll probably laugh way more at yep. the, at the show than because they're they're better at it. Yes, yeah, they <laughs> they get a little more than than we do. They've been doing it for a little longer than us. Um, so yeah, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. We'll see you guys in a week. See you in a week. The Know Nothing Nerds is a podcast hosted by two nerds who know nothing. To talk nerdy in order to learn something. You can find us on Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. You can also find us at Twitter at KN Nerds or you can email us at Know Nothing Nerds gmail.com. Send us your fact checks, new topic ideas, or just to say hello. We're on Patreon if you want to make us rich. You can head to Patreon.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. All the music in the podcast was written and produced by Luke. If you need any music made for anything, you can contact him through all the KNN social medias. In the description of this podcast, you can find our show notes. They will also be added to a blog somewhere at some point. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week when Luke interviews the great YouTube channel, Pretty Much It. See you then.